theme song. The Hello Kitty thing. Like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up kitchy kitchy goo means that I love you. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Brad, and this is your host. Seth, hello, hello. Seth, are you ready to escape to a, a, a magical place? Sure. That, that is not at all re- resemblance of Narnia. No, yeah, not at all. We're gonna we're gonna jump through some doors and walk through some puddles. Yeah. And we're gonna <laughs> and we're gonna put some toe rings on. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit the magician's nephew, but it's fine. <laughs> we're talking about the new Studio Ghibli film, The Boy and the Heron, today. But before we do that, we're gonna talk about our news, even though it's we don't have a lot of news, but we do have important news. We have really important it's news. It's very important news. Would you like to start with the most important or the least important? Um, the most important. So Kung Fu Panda 4. Yes. Okay, obviously. let's do it. Um, Kung Fu Panda 4. It's happening. It's real. Yeah. You didn't think it was going to happen. I thought it was going to happen. I'm sure. I'm the totally down with really it. really successful. That's right. They did have like a lot of shows. They had like two where he's like training the baby pandas. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I didn't yeah. watch any of those. My cousin did. She says they're great. Mm, interesting. But there's a new movie movie and he's in and poe has got to find a new dragon warrior mm-hmm. his and new, it, uh, his own disciple yes and it's definitely not this like rabbit lynx jaguar creature or whatever <laughs> that is chilling with him yeah i movie. don't know what creature that is by the way but it's it's very um the fox from zootopia mm-hmm. um and that's probably going to be the uh that's aquafina correct is it yeah i think so ah yeah yeah that's aquafina her name is zen oh really or Jin, okay interesting i don't know if i really want movies of her afterwards i'm interested i just want jack black (laughs) jack black is a king yeah but here's the interesting what i think is the most interesting thing about this movie is the music is going to be done by a band it's a little indie band i don't know if you've heard of it it's called tenacious d no, really? <laughs> Shocker. We got Jack Black. We got Kyle Gass. They're making the music for this. And I hope it's some of their raunchiest stuff. <laughs> it will not be their raunchiest <laughs> shit. Although they I, did play Seven Nation Army in that trailer, so who knows? Yeah, I, I no, I, I don't think it would. I would just love, love for just like a Kung Fu Panda movie. And it's just like, I don't know, fuck her gently. <laughs> Watch it be like the adult version with like the raunchy songs and then a kid version with the I normal mean, songs. I mean, we do have, I mean, they, they like edit it down to like only the clean parts, but there was that um, Chippendale movie where they mm. played uh, Best Friends, which is, I don't know if you've heard that song. I don't having, think so. You should, I'm going to send you that song later because <laughs> it's hilarious, but it's not clean. It's like, Fair enough. It's like, we're fighting a bear. Now oh, your you life's in great danger and you don't even care. And it's like they're talking about like rolling naked on the sand. <laughs> Fair enough. I would love for that to be the case, but I mean, you know, he does. He did Peaches. They they do great musical. They work, do, and I'm very excited to hear it. Did you hear he wants the next Mario movie to be Bowser's Revenge, and he wants it to be a Bowser musical? It would be great. I it don't, would be so good. I think. It would have to be like a good Tenacious D style album. It can't mm-hmm. just be him doing Peaches. Agreed. Because I think people will get tired. Apparently he wasn't really into Peaches at first. I, I believe it. And then he was like, now that's so good. I'm happy with my band. <laughs> I, can, I can believe that. But um, you excited for this? Yeah. The, the, I love Kung Fu Panda. I'm surprised you aren't like... It was perfect. It, like they they had it. Like it was good. They only yeah. had to touch it. <laughs> DreamWorks is really good at just being like, hey, this story's over, but anything could happen. Okay, Kung, okay. How to Train Your Dragon Four? I mean, they could do that, but it'd have to take place before the very end of How to Train Your <laughs> Dragon Three. <laughs> okay, interesting. I'm surprised you didn't immediately get mad. I mean, that was tied up in a nice bow, but I mean, they literally like put the dragons away so they don't get hunted anymore yeah so like it's kind and of like, like they showed us the few what if it's what if it's in that time period like before he went to go see toothless mm-hmm. and it's just there's no dragons <laughs> and it's just them living it's there, like, your kids it's just vikings <laughs> it's which just, is also interesting it's just vikings but they don't pillage <laughs> yes so i think it's the most boring version of vikings i will say the only one they kept going after they shouldn't have was um shrek they are doing Shrek. I know. They're doing a, a new Shrek. I'm not excited for it. 
I should have stopped at two. Puss in Boots was good. Puss in as Boots we've was heard. good. Puss in Boots was good. Have you watched it? No, but I've heard great <laughs> things. <laughs> we gotta watch so it at some point. I'd really like to. It's just one of those that we've never gotten yeah, we, around to. There's a to. lot of movies. Mm, there are. <laughs> We're really trying. Let's move on to the yes. next trailer, though. Um, Spice Jesus 2, The Sixth Spice Girl. Yes! Seth, by the way, has been on my nerves. <laughs> I give him gold with Spice Jesus in our Dune episode, and then he just, ref- for, like, since then, has gone, like, Space Jesus. He's refused to take the gold I have given him. And then, finally, he takes that gold, he adds on it, like, the improv comedian mm-hmm. you are. But he sure. does it off air. I did. <laughs> before we started recording. Literally, like, right before I pressed the button. He finally adds to it. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's a six Spice Girl, Spice Jesus. Yeah. Um, it's going to be bad. It's not. It, the first one wasn't good. The first one's great. Unless Zendaya actually has a role in this one, it's going to be I think this bad. one will. Okay. They're like, you know, they're sleeping and they're having their pillow talk and they're, they're having their sand talk in, yeah. in the tent. <laughs> And they're, you know, they're comforting each she other. She hated him at the end of that first movie, though. Yeah. It's a quick th- turnaround. Th- there's gross. <laughs> That's fair. There's three sandworms. Okay, cool. That's two more. It's cool, very, very cool. Very not interesting He's going to write it. It's fine. <laughs> I called that in the first one. The, the first one was just so he boring. He didn't write it in the first one. No, but I called that he was going to write it in the Okay, first but one. Let's, let's also, like, take the point that the first one is acts kind of like a prequel mm-hmm. this it is, is actually it's three hours of exposition that we didn't need <laughs> you could have started it at the end of the movie and nothing would have been lost it would just have been like oh my planet dead <laughs> i only have my mom and i'm with these people that could have been the start of the entire series. It's the start of the original movie. I don't know what the what the situation is because I have not gone to the um, '80s version mm-hmm. of the, of Dune because I've I've heard it's not good and I also like I started it and it clearly is like it's going to be it starts where this new Dune two is going to start mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I'm like I don't want to watch it because I don't want this new one to be spoiled for me. But I, I feel like there had to have been something where they were like, okay, the first one didn't do well because bad bad CGI on, on mm-hmm. certain things. But also maybe there wasn't enough, you know, things that maybe people were really lost. And so they're like, the first movie, they're like, let's give that exposition. Let's tell this epic. Let's give the let's give hours. amazing special effects to keep people through. You can through. give those amazing special effects with some good writing and action. <laughs> An actual plot. Well, why don't you talk to Dennis Villeneuve right now, huh? Because I also actually will I would ha- look him in the face and tell him that first movie sucked. And then you will turn and walk away, and I will come up behind <laughs> you and go, and I hate Arrival, and I'll leave. <laughs> and then we leave. I do hate Arrival, actually. I have my own, like, complete... Your Dune is my arrival. I heard I'd love Arrival, actually. Have you watched it? No, but I know it's like We'll do it and put shit. it on the list. We'll do it. We'll, we're going to do it because I have things to complain about that movie. Um, a lot to complain about that That's movie, fair. actually. There's not a lot to talk about on Dune because nothing happens. There is a lot to talk about. Okay, they talk the about it building. four times. How about how I didn't about need the Duncan? world building. How about they Duncan, showed... Idaho? He dies. And it's great. That is the only good action scene in the entire film. Disagree. What about the training with Josh Brolin? I don't even remember that. We are that gonna. It's, it's by the way, we're not reviewing the boy in the heron today. We're just gonna <laughs> we're hash shitty. out Dune again. No, I don't even remember it, so it's unmemorable. <laughs> you, you're gonna like this. I know you are. I might too. like the second one. I the think first you're gonna like. Bad. You're gonna like the. You're gonna change your mind. I'm sure. No. I think you're gonna do a 180. It. Do we want to place another bet? No. Because if I'm wrong, I'm going to have to watch something. <laughs> You're going to make it Peaky That's Blinders the again. Whole point. Fine. I won't do Peaky Blinders. I'll only because I've it. now explained Peaky Blinders to you. I'll think about it. <laughs> Moving on to the next uh, topic. Um, Marvel will have five shows next year, but one movie. Yeah. So Marvel, when was it that they said this? They were like... like six months ago. <laughs> they were like, we're going we're gonna to lower how much Marvel mm-hmm. content you get. Well, maybe they didn't say content. Maybe let's give them the benefit of the doubt. And they did say movies. Mm-hmm. But they then give us five shows. <laughs> Including the Christmas show. They're about the what if Christmas episode. Yeah, that's not even what we're counting, by the way. I'm not counting what if. I'm just talking about next year. <laughs> We've got... The live action shows, which are just two, it's Echo in January, mm-hmm. and at some point we're going to be getting Agatha. Harkness. Um, 
Yeah, Agatha Harkness, Coven Diaries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, are we getting Daredevil next year? I don't think we're getting Daredevil. I think... I think that's still in I think that may have been the original plan, but the strikes may have changed yeah. that, so we don't know. But but even then, maybe, maybe, maybe still Daredevil. So it's like five, maybe six. Um, outside of that, we have three animated shows that we are getting mm-hmm. next year. Um, we get some renames on uh, just one. Uh, it's Friendly Spider-Man, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man mm-hmm. um, is, is going to be an animated show, which I've heard is good. Yeah. It's not Tom Holland. No, which it, is fine. It, um, anyways, um, we're getting X-Men 97, mm-hmm. which I'll admit I didn't grow up on the original X-Men animated show, so I'm not I'm not too interested. I might check it out. Um, but it's also, it's not MCU. So that is a show that, you know, you don't have to watch. Yeah. Um, and then we are getting uh, Eyes of Wakanda, I mm-hmm. believe is what it's called, an animated uh, Wakanda-based TV show. I have no idea what yeah. that is going to look like. Is it going to focus on Shuri? Is it going to be more on in Wakanda, a Wakanda outreach programs? Like, um, I'm not sure what that is. I'm intrigued, though. Sure. Wakanda's hella interesting. There's so, so many stories that they could have about that. Yeah. Um, I do I do like these. I'm like, I do want to watch these. Mm-hmm. I just want to call out their hypocrisy. <laughs> well, because they're like, we're going to slow down. We're going to slow down. And at one point, they were like, you don't even have to watch the shows. And then Sony's in the other corner just going like, we're going to speed up. We're going to speed up. You're going to get so much fucking Morbius content. <laughs> God, it's going to be awful. We release it twice. Guess what? We're releasing it again. What hold does Jared Leto have on fucking the movie industry? He's got a good agent. He may have the best agent. He has to. He has to, he right? Gets a lot of. He's in the new Tron movie. Because no one wants him. <laughs> well, I have to watch Tron three. Yeah, right. And enjoy it. I do too. I'm it's part be of sad. this. <laughs> I wanted at least two out of three of these films to be really good. Oh, and he's the main. He's the main character. Damn it. It's not like Blade Runner no. 2049, where it's just like you forget he's in that movie until yeah. you watch it again. You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's gonna why be he, bad. Why is he coming out of that birthing thing with a whole bunch of gel or whatever? I haven't seen that actually. You should check it out. It's a good movie. I've heard. Um, the second one's great though. Legacy's great. So it's yeah. Sad. I do that like third Legacy. Third one's gonna suck. I we'll, we'll see. It's probably gonna be great things in it. Probably Jared Leto's gonna be bad though. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what matters. I'm, I'm sticking around for the action. That's fair. I mean, me too. I remember I made Alyssa watch it, and she was really reluctant. She was like. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's so good. There is bad CGI in that Horrible movie. CGI. <laughs> it is you can tell it was made in what 2011, 2010. Yeah. Like you can tell. You can tell. But <laughs> and, God, and it was is rushed. the action good? Oh yeah. Is the plot amazing? I've heard. Have you checked out that animated series? No. I've heard it's good. Yeah. You might want to check it out. I would out. maybe check that out. I've heard this also like ugly as shit. That's fine. It's like the same animation as that. Um, MTV Spider-Man mm-hmm. that I showed you. You remember that? Yeah. It's like that same animation style, so it's ugly as sin. But it's, but it's. I've heard it's good. That's fair. So yeah. No, I'm gonna check that out. This has been Tron talk. I want to see the original. I actually haven't seen the original because Legacy is like I've a heard true the original sequel. sucks. Actually, I mean, I've also I heard the effects suck, but I heard that like it's it's good. I don't know. It's um, what's his name? The dude with the bad CGI face in the 2011 Yeah, one. it's the same guy. It's also the big Lebowski. Why am I forgetting his name? Yeah, I don't name? know his name, but I know you know who I'm talking it's about. It's Obadiah Stane from Iron Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is his name? <laughs> Google that real quick. It's driving me insane. Jeff Bridges. Yes, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Michael. Oh, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, he's he's great. Yeah, it had no reason to I'm, be that good either. Like, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for you to watch The Big Lebowski. Yeah, that's been you've talked about that since like it's the beginning a cult of classic, the pod. Man, yeah. it's great. It created like its own religion. I've heard, <laughs> which is not a, more of a philosophy. I'll say, I don't it's subscribe like to it. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's get into yeah, the, the actual most no, important no. news. <laughs> like you said, the least important news. Um, so, uh, Jonathan Majors Continue. was found guilty of, of assault and harassment. Yes. And has been fired from Completely Marvel. Completely fired. Booted. Got within two hours of the verdict, mm-hmm. which as it should. Which they were just, they were just waiting. Yeah. It was literally just like, if he's guilty, there were, then yeah. There's some person on the marketing team that was tasked with like, only job. For like, for like two weeks, he's just been sitting there 
with his finger just hovering above the button, just waiting for the. It's like for, the meme the where there's the two buttons, and it's like sign this contract for a few more years. Fire, <laughs> fire, <him. laughs> and he's just like, ah. yeah. and well, he's guilty. So. He's fired. He's fired. Um, and um, I have been hearing this is this is a rumor, but it would explain a lot of of like why Marvel Marvel seems to be leaning more towards the idea of like changing directions and doing a completely different villain instead of say recasting. Um, but the rumor I've heard is that uh, Jonathan Majors in his had a clause in his contract that he was the only person that would be allowed to play variants mm-hmm. of Kang um, and thus why they can't just recast. That's a, that's a dangerous game to play, not to take the corporation side on this, but that is a dangerous <laughs> game to play as like a corporation to basically be like, I can't do this character if anything goes wrong with you. I mean, sure, but at the same time, they don't expect that to happen. That's also true, but I think in this day and age... he's on, And he's on the rise. Hollywood also is like, they will, they will have every once in a while just be... They'll just push an actor. The mm-hmm. actor may not even want to be that famous. Like, I feel like... Um, who was it? The other... Oh, God, I'm bad with names today. Um, the other guy of, of, of Swingers... I haven't seen that. Vince, Vince something. Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. Vince Vaughn, like, he used to be that, like, um, like Hollywood was just pushing him and going, like, this is our new guy. He's the best actor mm-hmm. and this sort of thing. And I don't even think he wanted that. And I th- feel like that's probably what Marvel slash Disney, or really anyone was doing with Jonathan Majors. They're putting him in, you know, Creed 3. They've got him. I mean, I think he was good. I think he's a good actor. He's a very it, good it actor. It sucks. It really sucks that he sucks because he we, is a really yeah. good actor. We were talking about this last night, but, like, He's whatever your opinions on him are. He's a great actor, yeah, and he plays a villain really well. Probably for <laughs> reasons that we are now learning. Because we were talking about that last night, and I was like, "It sucks that he was so good in Creed 3 And you were like, "It makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it literally checks he out." Does now play a shit, he's a shit bag. bag in there? <laughs> so it's kind of like it, it just it just stinks, and it's yeah. kind of. But I don't. I think that's a dangerous game. But I mean, to get the contract signed and mm-hmm. just have it set in stone, they might have done it. He may have just. It may have been him. He may have just like pushed him and been like, look, I'm not doing this unless I don't know what the situation it was. Something happened. And we also don't even know if that's true. Yeah. But if it's true, it's mm-hmm. I think it's a dangerous game. But it does seem likely from the fact that kind of going into the related news that uh, the Kang Dynasty movie is now being referred to as Avengers 5, mm-hmm. which to me suggests that they're just like we're pivoting away from Kang. I, I, I we switched sides literally overnight, which is yeah. hilarious. Um, but because last night I was like, well, Loki basically almost shut that door. They sure. they made it to where they don't have to touch King anymore. Yeah, and they kind of already had like a big battle with them in Loki and in Ant Man and the Lost Quantumania. Mm-hmm. So they kind of already did a lot of juice out of it. So sure, it could I, be over, but I don't but know. But only the Loki stuff was great. <laughs> Disagree. I liked you liked Quantumania when we watched it. I. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fun. We're one of the only few people. Yeah, not a lot of people loved it, but I <laughs> thought it was great. I don't think it's like the best ever. Yeah. But sure. I think it's pretty solid. I was happy to, I was excited to see more. I do think Kang is a very interesting character, and I did want to see more of him. I was more fatigued from like multiverse stuff than I was for that character. Yeah. I was interested to see like, because like now the post credit scene of Ant Man Quantumania is pointless. Mm-hmm. That is kind of thank you for stopping while I was taking a drink. Really yeah. help me out. Um, yeah, it is, and that is kind of the thing. We're is, not gonna get Ramatut anymore. Yeah, I hope they recast him. I saw that. Um, oh, I forgot his name again now. John Boyega. Uh, John Boyega is a candidate. Well, he um, just he did he it. not anymore. He doesn't want it. But people are like, "Ooh, what about him?" Which makes if no he doesn't surprise. want it, then he's not a candidate. Oh, for sure. But like, which I also don't blame him for. He got screwed by Star Wars mm-hmm. and his made that, that was very Disney. public yeah so he's obviously going like you know what fuck you i don't care about those big ass roles he does he does a lot of smaller roles mm-hmm. i haven't he i think he does broadway stuff occasionally doesn't he i think so i think i've seen he does that the last thing i've seen him in was the woman king mm-hmm. um and i haven't seen him in anything else 
Not that he isn't in anything he else. I just in, haven't um, seen him. In they it. cloned Tyrone. I didn't watch oh, it this yeah, year. Oh yeah, that's right. It got. It, it's going to be one of those movies, and I know I say this as someone who didn't watch it, that got swept under the rug mm-hmm. because of Barbenheimer, and then in ten years, people are going to be like, "Bro, this cult yeah, classic." Sure. You yeah. know? No, it's. I think he's probably just wanting to focus more on like creative projects mm-hmm. that really interest him. Then, and that's fair because yeah. the Star Wars fandom did him dirty he also like he said no by just using a gif of donkey shaking mm-hmm. his head no which i find hilarious it just sucks that they jaded him away from like quality shit because sure. of corporate shit yeah. um but i don't know i i think they could shut the door on king i think they could keep it going mm-hmm. um we'll see mm-hmm. who do you think it's gonna be if it's not king i would think the beyonder Mm-hmm. The Secret um, Wars guy? Yeah, because Six is going to be Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. And I th- I don't think it was going to be the case. I don't think the plan was that Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars were going to be like very well connected, like Infinity War and Endgame were. Mm-hmm. But I think now that is going to be their plan. I think they want to create another like part one, part two kind of thing with like, like Infinity War and Endgame. Um, and so it would make sense to kind of have the same villain for that. Mm-hmm. Um, they could do Doctor Doom, though. He also was the villain in the like 2015 version of Secret Wars. I have not read that storyline. I don't know if it's good, but I would imagine you'd want to do the original one from like the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would think the Beyonder, but I don't know. I think I'm Team Galactus. I mean, I'd love it. My I, thought is... If they do shift away from King now... They've never done Galactus no, well. No, they haven't. But if they did it... So they, they're here now. Mm-hmm. And they could like tie him to Secret Wars somehow. Mm-hmm. Like like really just... They can just... They could just... Do their own thing. Well, they could. They could just make him the Beyonder, but I don't know why he would. Because he's a character that really is only interested in devouring planets. Mm-hmm. Like, so why would he create a war world where he pits superheroes against each other? So that he could devour their planets if they lost. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. See, big braining over here. It's complicated. It's complicated and unnecessary. and could take time to set up. It's and convoluted, but but that yeah, that's a I mean, and idea. that's just top of my head yeah. while we're recording a podcast. Yeah. So like, they'll have time to actually think of a good way to do it. Maybe that one if they of his um, heralds is maybe the Beyonder will be his herald. Or I, and this is just an idea. Yeah. My thought is they have about half of Phase Five left. To, to kind of take a shift mm-hmm. and then i believe if i remember correctly which just could be wrong because it's been a while the first movie of phase six is fantastic four uh unless they've changed that yeah i think you're if correct. i remember correctly, so they could introduce galactus somehow through there and then have him build up for the entire phase mm-hmm. and then he starts secret wars so that he can go destroy the planets and eat them or whatever mm-hmm. and they all have to work together and it's da 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 here's my one stipulation for putting galactus in a movie what big purple head yeah make him gigantic with, Gary with did the, the centennial people and, or whatever uh, centennial <laughs> That's not what it is. No, it's not. But I'm I'm not going I to know give who it. The centennial to, is. I'm not going to give you what it actually is because I think Centennial is funnier. <laughs> That's fair. Um, no, but like, give him the big old purple head. Mm-hmm. Make him like a huge ass character. I do not want to see a fucking cloud again. I well, my <laughs> thing is, uh, the Fantastic Four movie is supposed to be like a space, like exploration type of thing. It's supposed to be so like that Quantumania. Make that that they find him. And like that yeah. starts that ball. That's could, my thought. Yeah. You could do a lot with it. There's a lot you can do with the Fantastic Four, especially since nobody has done the Fantastic Four well, except for the Incredibles. I mean, I like the Fantastic Four movies. They're not good. They're though. not great. They're nostalgic. The best one is the Rise of the Silver Surfer. Really? Yeah. Fair. I can I can see that. Yeah. He was very interesting. It. I don't. I mean, yes, he is very interesting, but I'm. I mean that movie. Yeah. Not just him. I know. I'm <laughs> just saying. I like him as a villain. Yeah. He's very interesting. He can tell stories on his abs. Mm-hmm. Fucking Teletubby. Yeah. Ass. He is Teletubby. Yes. Um. And then Galactus is like the cloud sun, fucking person, <laughs> like the baby. I wish I knew Teletubby stuff so I could reference it. But I, you didn't watch Teletubbies? No, I didn't really oh, watch damn. Teletubbies. The, the sun was a big baby face. I, I didn't want to have nightmares as a child, That's so fair. I didn't watch Teletubbies. That's totally fair. 
I want to build on it, but you've chosen something I know nothing about. I made good jokes, too. That's that was funny. quality that was, No, that's great. That, that made me laugh a lot. Uh, but anyways, we should we should rewatch that. Um, Teletubbies? No. no. God damn. Fantastic 1 I and 2. I completely disagree. We will not rewatch Teletubbies. <laughs> Fantastic 4 and then Fantastic 4 Rises. Sure. I would be very interested in watching the 90s version. Agreed. Yeah, we'll just do them all, but yeah. but not fan force. Not fan force deck. Um, but yeah, should so, we should we get into our main topic yeah. today, which is the boy and the heron? Yeah. So this is a fun thing. We talked about Studio Ghibli movies on this show before, but this is the first one that we get to talk about. That's a new release, mm-hmm. and well, that's it. That's all I have. It, to we say. get to like be fans of it while it yeah. releases. So that's fine. It's a it's a cool thing. Um, so the boy and the heron has come out. Should we? I want like I kind of want to go ahead and just give our rating of it. What What do you think? I'm gonna give it a three out of five. Oh, I thought it was aggressively okay. So interesting. Best thing, or so just sliced bread. Yeah, just sliced bread. I think I'll give it the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, yeah, I liked like, it. Like it was good. I don't have any complaints, mm-hmm. but I don't have any exceptional things to say sure i guess this is the hard kind of statement that i have yeah, to put down i for this I, I think i can understand why why you may why you say that but i i i did really enjoy it. i found it very fun i will say though there's a lot of stuff in this movie that i don't think it's i i clearly don't think it's inspired by these things mm-hmm. but there's a lot of like i think they're all original ideas but they are just too similar to other things that i know about yeah so like Let's talk about creatures, actually. That's a very fun thing to talk about. Um, there are these creatures called Warawara. Yeah. And they are, uh, they're like, no, I won't say that, but they're like, they look like these little marshmallow type kind of mm-hmm. walking around Big things. Big white balls of fluff. Yeah. And they look ex- like exactly like the adipose creatures from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if you've watched that episode where... Uh, he gets Donna the second time. Yeah, for the second time and everything. I just, I turned to you in the theater and I was just like... It's like the fat just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they were adorable. I loved yeah. them. I like that they were. Are we just gonna? Are just gonna talk about it? Spoil it? No. Okay. I like like what they represent in the end. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought it was really fun world building, and I love just cute little guys. Yeah, they like, are. I'm a they're sucker. Very, they're very for cute. cute. Guy. Um, but then also like the main character's name is Mahito, mm-hmm. and I don't know if our if we have any listeners that are JJK fans, but there is a character in Jujutsu Kaisen called Mahito, and you know how you feel about Homelander? Yes, I feel this way. I feel the same way about Mahito. <laughs> Fuck. And so every time someone in this movie said Mahito, I just imagine that fucker's face in and, my and brain. This kid's like the purest being. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's totally fine and he's stuff. Just but I'm just, I just, I'm like, oh, I want to punch him in the face. It's <laughs> fair, but it's not related to the this movie at all. It's just my own preconceived the notion. Purest child in the world. But what is what do we say the story is of this without spoiling? I think it is about. Wow, this is. I mean, it, it's like the magician. Oh, this is my nephew. new favorite thing. By the way. <laughs> it's like the magician's nephew from yeah, Narnia. Yeah, it, it kind of like is. That's the best is, way to put it. This is very Narnia. Yeah, that's that's another thing, and that's the one that feels like maybe it's a bit intentional, but I don't mm-hmm. know if it is. Well, because they've done it before with like Ponyo. And yeah, Princess Mononoke. What would, you, what would you say this movie like to other Studio Ghibli movies that this kind of feels like? Spirited Away. I was gonna say the exact same when thing. When you went in, we were both like, it kind of gives me like Princess Mononoke. Vibes. I think that's what we were hoping for. Yeah. but it's no, it's definitely more Spirited it's Away. Like type wonky vibes. and weird and old ladies and mm-hmm. portals and mm-hmm. mystical random mm-hmm. mumbo jumbo that you don't really fully get to understand. You're just kind of inversed and then taken out. Yeah, which is which is kind of the. It's the nice thing about Studio Ghibli movies is that they're great about like holding information mm-hmm. from you and leaving you guessing the entire time. And I really enjoy like throughout the entire time of watching like any Studio Ghibli movie, I, I'm asking questions. I'm trying to figure it out. I can't really figure it out until usually like the end of the movie or even afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I will say like for this movie, I don't 
know if I've like figured it out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I can say that I, I know the lesson of it, but, but I did really enjoy it. I thought it was very fun and, and I really liked the world building a lot. I love, I love the parrot guys. The parrot guys were so cute. They're, they're parrot, um, like creatures in this. They're like soldiers or whatever, but they're the most like chaotically violent, but adorable creatures <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. And it's so fun. I love it a lot. <laughs> Uh, I think like what I took from it is it's more about like moving on and like uh, I guess getting through a grieving process without yeah. going too deep into it. Actually, that that makes a lot of sense because and... he like left his world to mm-hmm. figure himself out. To yeah. Agree. Um, I also want let's I want to take a moment to talk about the voice acting. Yeah. Voice acting. <laughs> <laughs> this is great, guys. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. really great for me. Yeah, so uh there it's in our shoot superhero extravaganza episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I found it because we, we were talking about it. But uh in that episode, Seth thought that the gray heron was voiced by Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. and I had on the show corrected him. I think I called him a big dum dum, <laughs> and I was just like, right. "It's Robert, it's our Pat, my man." Um, and then watching this movie, I the entire time I thought the gray heron was Willem Dafoe. So after the movie, he comes to me, he's like, "So that wasn't Willem Dafoe," and I was like. No, we t- you called me a dumb dumb for this. You didn't remember either. <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. I had to so. look it up to correct, to find out. I thought you were wrong this time, though. <laughs> I was on the side of, no, you corrected me already on this. <laughs> um, which I love, and this is kind of like a TikTok I saw, and it was saying that Robert Pattinson, some other actor, I don't know who it is, but uh, are fighting to be like the next Willem Dafoe, like chaotic actor. Mm-hmm. And they'll never anything, reach they'll it never but if anything this is just proof of that yeah, statement because the the gray the gray heron in this does at a, off like it, it changes because there mm-hmm. are times whenever i'm like that does not sound like willem dafoe but i just there but the other times when he does it sounds exactly like him so i'm thinking it's willem like changing his voice mm-hmm. in certain things and trying to get a lot of range but willem dafoe is another character that's he's not in it a lot no, he's in it for a very short time. So I, I, it like went right past me, and I didn't realize it. But then but, once they thought about it, we were like, oh, yeah, yes. But I will say, I do think Robert Pattinson is good in this movie. I think his voice acting is great. But I, um, it was, it was just weird. I, he's a, he's a fun little character. Isn't I he? love the he's gray like hair. Weird little coward. Yeah, <laughs> I love him because he, he he comes across all like badass and like slick he's like and we're mysterious. not friends and i'm gonna betray uh-huh. you at any time but then he just helps out yeah the and then he's like a whiny bitch like that oh thanks <laughs> and then he comes around and it's like oh you, you were a good guy along <laughs> i loved him he was fun um and then we have we have like great performances from florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. uh we have dave batista who is yes. a highlight i he was strangely enough the only character that i immediately like oh i know you i <laughs> I, I know who plays who voices this dude yeah. I, I recognized him in and an instant when florence came on i was like there's your girl yeah there she is. <laughs> i was like make sure you're here we get christian bale in this though i do forget what character he he's plays. the um, old man his um great uncle oh Yes, 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 of course. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Christian Bale, he's, he's really great. He's a really great voice actor. <laughs> I, honestly, like, all the voice acting in this, besides, like, Batista and Florence, because, like, I know their voices. They're very distinct. And they're distinct. Besides those two, like, I most of the time couldn't tell, like, off the bat. Like, mm-hmm. I had to think about it and be like, oh, yeah, that is that person. Which really is helpful, especially with, like, because, like, Batista is great, and I love Batista, but with this movie... You know, if you're if you're a movie going person, suddenly you hear Dave Bautista's voice. It does take you out of it, just mm-hmm. even for a split second, because you go, "That's Dave Bautista." And some of the other characters, it's just it doesn't happen because you don't recognize mm-hmm. it so well, and it's it, it keeps you immersed really well. And who's the other girl? Is it Gemma Chan? That's in yes, it? yes. She's, she plays um, um, she plays a stepmother. Yes, uh, character um, slash, aunt. slash aunt. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely, there's a little bit of dated plotness in this. I don't know. From, from that it time set, period. It is set during, like, World War yeah. II. Um, and there there's some subtle, it's really not too big of a no. of a plot point, but there are some small things in it. Where you're just like, ooh, that's rough, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, that really, that's like, you're just like, oh, it's tough. Would we like to get into the spoiler section? Yeah. Um, I think this movie was really fun. It's, it was. It's, no, it's not my favorite uh, Studio Ghibli film, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. I think for me, it's, I mean, and you didn't see Suzume this year. 
That's um, not Studio Ghibli. But it's not Studio Ghibli, but it's an anime film. And it's the only one I really have to compare it to. Doesn't as make it the same. Lo- I'm just saying, like, I'm not. All I'm saying is, I enjoy Suzume a lot more. So you're telling me so that you standards. see anime and it all looks the same. Oh, God, don't do this to me. <laughs> all I'm saying is, I've only seen two anime movies, and this one just kind of felt like a letdown compared to how great mm. Suzume was for me. That and maybe feels that's unfair. the issue. It's not, but it is, it's what it is. <laughs> it's how I feel. Okay. Um,. Yeah, this is our spoiler warning. If you have not seen The Boy and the Heron, I, I would still recommend For going sure. and seeing it. It's it's a fun time. Um, and then come back and listen to the rest of this. This is this is the mark in the time yes. codes. <laughs> um, so this the story is we get to follow Mahito in his journey of grieving his mother who burned in a hospital. Yeah, she was a nurse. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, his his mother burns in a hospital, and him and his father have to. His father's a shit bloke, by the yeah. way. Yeah, like just a real. He's like a asshole. warehouse manager, and he's kind of just a dick the whole time. I don't even think he's a warehouse manager. He's like a he's like a Howard Stark or something. Yeah, he's just he's just like clearly profiting off of the war that's going on and manufacturing like planes i guess or something for that yeah or like jets of some sort yeah because he's got like the windshields or something in there but he's also just like yeah like we've said he he then after his wife dies he then marries and uh has he, a- he moves out of tokyo mm-hmm. and marries his wife's sister mm-hmm. and gets her pregnant mm-hmm. before even telling his son Mm-hmm. That any of this is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, rough time. <laughs> uh, at some point, after on like his first day of school, he he cracks. He gets into a fight, and then he like cracks a a his head open with a rock, yeah. which is the only like violent thing in the movie. Which I was kind of disappointed. But by. you were like, oh, yeah. Get I that still, fixed, bro. I'm still a little confused on why he did that. He didn't want to get caught for being in a fight. So he was claiming that he just fell and hit his head. And he needed the rock to be bloody and there to be blood in the area to look like he fell. What what was he hurt before? He got in a fight and lost. But what was hurt? Just his body. Like he has some scrapes and bruises and he was dirty. And That's why I took it. Then just hide that. <laughs> and he, I guess he wanted to look like it happened in the garden. Okay. That's kind of strange. It's, he's, he's ten. He doesn't under. He, has, he said he did it out of malice. I don't know then. <laughs> okay. I took it as that. Like he was trying to like make it look like it happened there. I'm a little confused on why he did that, but he but he does it. He's got he's bandaged up, and um, but his like dad comes in. And he's like, "Tell me what happened. I'll get your vengeance. I'll mm-hmm. make sure that this doesn't happen again." And like, oh, they think they'll pay and all this stuff. And I'm just like. He doesn't even care. He like, doesn't give a shit sad, about bro. that. <laughs> Be there for him. Just, Be a parent, man. Yeah, his, his dad's a real shit bloke. Yeah, but um, I love. I, I do. I'll admit though, I like his stepmom. Yeah, the stepmom was very, very nice. sweet. I she, you do like immediately have that knee jerk stepmom reaction of like oh is she gonna be a bitch yeah because you're like mm, well, I don't know she, if I like you yet yeah but she also like kind of. Like she takes his hand and is like, "Give me your hand," and then he has it on the belly, and then that's the moment that she tells him that she's pregnant, <laughs> uh-huh. and and just kind of not really understanding the whole situation. And you're just like, "Oh, yeah, but, okay." But there is a but there is a gray heron voiced by Arpat. Yes, and uh, he's terrorizing this kid, <laughs> Mahito, shitting on, shitting on his fucking window seal. And Mahito immediately is like, I'm going to kill it. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to get your feathers and kill I'm you. I'm going to try to kill it. Like, he takes a wooden sword out and he just takes a swing at it. Mm-hmm. And then he creates, he makes a bow. He, like, steals cigarettes and gives it yeah. to the other people so he can make a bow and arrow. And he takes the feathers from it and makes makes the arrow and everything and he just goes after he's very like, resourceful yeah very resourceful all he had was a knife and he and, and he, he did kno- all of that <laughs> he knows what he's doing with it um but so he does that but then the heron um but while he's doing that sorry i'm just getting ahead of myself uh his his stepmother noriko i believe mm-hmm. is natsuko natsuko that sorry uh natsuko he sees that she's going off into the woods yeah time goes by Everybody, all the old women that are there, they're a bunch of old women, by the way. Um, they're just chilling, they're just like guardians, kind of. 
Well, they're they're more like they they work for the family, yeah. And they but they're they're very fun. You know, it's during the war, so they're getting very excited about like certain um, groceries, like sugar yeah. or um, or cigarettes. They want or tobacco. like canned meat and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so like they're they're all looking for. It's like where is it? He knows exactly mm-hmm. where she went, and it's like we're gonna go to this tower. This tower that apparently a great uncle built and disappeared at and disappeared and went crazy and lost his mind in and uh and we're gonna go there so um so it's a narnia portal yeah (laughs) it's like the magician's nephew with the rings and the tree and yeah which i don't think that's a common thing that everyone read um and they didn't make a movie about it so (laughs) it's one we read so we're like ah trust us (laughs) (laughs) i promise it it has the vibes Mm -hmm. um but so he goes to and he goes into this world and he's and it's it's basically like the afterlife i guess is the it's kind of like an in between yeah cuz it's also like the the wara wara that we had mentioned in the non spoilers like they are the they are uh, souls that are yet to be born yeah so they like float up and yeah also but like don't don't think too hard about it because it, yeah. it makes no sense. But like I do love the fact that like in order for them to float up and then go into the above to be bored and whatever, they have to eat like the guts of a like gigantic yeah. fish. So everything. they'd be like nourished and like taken care it's of. The cycle of life. Yeah, <laughs> it's the circle of, of life. It really is because the pelicans come and try and eat them as they float away. Which that is, is true. Then they do eat them. Yeah, but we got. What's her name? Yeah, uh, Himi. Himi, who is a fire lady. Yeah. And we learn later that she's. Could you guess? Yeah. She's his mom. Yeah, from, she's like, his like, mom. From a different time and world. Yeah, so it's and, it's it's her. It's, right in Studio Ghibli fashion of being quite weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, she went into this tower when she was a child and. They're there at the same time. They're there at the same time in this alternate. Look, you've watched Doctor Who. You've watched the marvel yeah. movies you know this shit it's fine um it's just like so they're both there they're both children they and she knows that you know he's they know that they're yeah related he to calls whatever. natsuko's mom yeah and she's all like, that oh. stuff. And, and she's also like oh you want to go see my sister and and all that stuff um but he's going there he's he sees and he goes on a journey yeah and they find her yes he they do first we meet the parakeets though the parakeets <laughs> I love that they're just, like, just walking with knives behind them. Yeah, they like, like he goes in there, they find it, and they kind of like greet him for like a good hot second, and then they like lead him to this place. They're like they know the the uh, set mom. They know mm-hmm. that she's pregnant, and so it's like that's a cool having a baby. We won't eat the baby, <laughs> and and so they they like carry him along and while they're following or leading him they've just got like hatchets and machetes uh-huh. behind their backs just Waiting like feast. <laughs> we're going to eat you and um i really enjoy them they're I, so I, great I, comic relief they're really fun um but so they find they go to this room they find her the stone or whatever it is that is powering this universe yeah. it does not want them to be there does not want them interfering with this pregnancy for whatever reason yeah and um but they go there mahito goes in and he tries to talk to her she says some very hurtful things very hurtful things and then we they're they're getting attacked by, by a like mummy. white paper <laughs> kind of it's a mummy that look like dragon heads at the end it's weird i think there, i think there's a mummy in the other room i mean maybe <laughs> um and so they get thrown out uh himiko tries to do it doesn't work yeah <laughs> um and I feel like I'm not explaining this. No, well. no, you're fine. Himi tries to get her out, and then the door, the curtains like close on her, mm-hmm. and the walls start attacking her because yes. it's like the walls aren't happy, or like the stone isn't happy they're there, mm-hmm. um, because I guess she needs to be there for the time being, and the parakeets are like, ha ha, prisoners, ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, food, <laughs> um, and they want to use uh, Himi as leverage mm-hmm. to basically like get power over the land. Y- yes. Do they? I think they said they didn't. They definitely do that, set up though. a trap. No, the guy's an idiot. That's they just, set up a trap. But that's just what the gray goose said. Yeah, the gray goose, the gray heron. <laughs> no, it's the gray goose now. <laughs> Where's Maverick when you need him? The, so the gray goose. The, the <laughs> I feel like the thing is they set up a trap to get Himi there, 
so that they could turn her in and be like, oh, she, you know, she attacked us. So we got to do something now so that they could then be in control of the world. But that's not what happened. It was literally just like a delivery service. And, and they just brought Himi there. And then she went and got Mahito to come there. And then the and then the uh, Parrot King just, just tried to attack. Yeah, but I think that's because he was like, you're leaving it in charge of a boy instead of me. Because yeah. they, they knew that he needed a successor. Mm-hmm. He was dying. Mm-hmm. And he and the king, Batista, wanted to be mm-hmm. the guy. But he was like, I can't give Does, it to you because you're evil. And it will eat people. That's not even why. Just say, like, I made a contract with this. It has to be my heir. Yeah. Just say that. That's you, true. You that even, is the thing. You can even... It's literally, like, nothing personal. Like, blame the stone. Yeah, <laughs> like, I have to make the, do the stone thing and, like, build a tower. Yeah. I mean, granted, he doesn't seem sane no but. <laughs> he's a little crazy he's a little crazy but um so they take Himmy, Himmy to her, the uncle to be like mm-hmm. we'll give you her because they went and saw Natsuko and they shouldn't have um and he he says but I want control mm-hmm. and I, I I want I want what I want um and they get there and then uh the gray heron and what's the kid's name Mahito Mah- Mahito. Mahito get there and they're like hey uh, we don't, he's like, I don't really want this. Mm-hmm. And the old man's like, well, if you don't take it, the whole thing's going to collapse. So let it collapse. And he says, maybe you can build a better world than me. Yeah. And the kid's basically just like, I don't want to build this world. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of that one. It's very interesting. Which is because the, the whole thing is like, he went there for Natsuko. Yes. So he, and the point he could have wanted to stay there. Cause at first when he was running to the tower, that's what he wanted. He mm-hmm. wanted to escape. And then his lesson learned is I want to be with my family, mm-hmm. my new family. Um, which is sweet. Yes, it is very sweet. <laughs> oh, we we have gone past some of the uh, the the Mahito and the Great Goose. They have a very because Mahito gets him with the um, the arrow. Yes, he gets the very him in beginning. the beak. And I do like there's a there's a bit where he's he can't fly and they need him to fly, so he's like, I got to plug up this hole. So he whittles a little like cork or something, mm-hmm. and just the Great Goose is once he has it plugged, he's just like, I'm not your friend. I'll betray you. Uh-huh. Don't trust anyone in this world. And then he's like. I- it's it it's the the cork is kind of it's too far out. It's bothering and, me. And then it just cuts to him like whittling it again, and it's just like it's okay. Thank you. That's what I want. <laughs> and then and then they're 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 on good terms, <laughs> which I loved. I love that it was just like, well, I kind of need you. Yeah. Also, the master was like, you need to guide. Yeah, it's me. like you're the guide, but you're you're a very colorful character yeah. <laughs> of a guide. Um, but yeah, no. It, yeah, I guess grief would be the way to is like the lesson of this movie. I guess it was very Narnia esque, like escaping and then realizing you want to go back home. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed it. I don't. Me too. I don't think I have too much to say about this though. Too yeah. much left. And that's why I was like, it's like aggressively okay. I I because I I like it's good, it. but it's not exceptional. I I can understand it. Yeah. Where would you rank this in in Studio Ghibli? Um, let me look at my list because I have a list on Letterboxd. Oh boy, of course. I should have known. Of course. I should have asked. What's your Letterboxd of Studio Ghibli films? Oh, here we go. Um, probably four out of six. No, five out of six. Damn, low. Yeah, so it goes Ponyo, Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, Kiki, and then My Neighbor Totoro. I think you're going to hate me for this. I think, um, this is better than Kiki's. You would be wrong. <laughs> Kiki's is just such pure, unfiltered joy. Kiki's is an aesthetic film, and there's nothing wrong with aesthetic films. I really like um, like mood movies, but there's, I don't think there's really. It's just it's too it's too short, and I feel like it's just an aesthetic thing. While this does have like a world that's very interesting, and I mean that's fair. And I feel like Kiki's is literally just like, do you like? Um, quaint towns and delivery service slice and, of and life the, yeah slice of life kind of stuff and I I feel like this has a little bit more gravitas that's to it. fair um, but I think I would I, I think I would rank this a bit lower it's definitely oh do I like it more than Spirited Away That that's a take no, no. <laughs> Say, I don't think I definitely would not say this is better than Spirited Away yeah no and it's definitely not better than Princess but Spirited Mononoke. Away, but like Spirited, no, no, that wasn't in, in a question. <laughs> just making sure. But Spirited Away to me is not one of my favorites. Like I know everybody loves it, and it's yeah. not. It doesn't really do that for me. 
um, like it, like it does for everybody else. So I was like, is it better than Spirited Away to me? But but no, I don't I don't think so. I think it's it might be number four for me. That's fair. So what are your top three? Top three is Ponyo, um, uh, Princess Mononoke, and Howls. Okay. Oh, Howls isn't on my list. Oh yeah. Yeah, I liked Howls better than this. Howls is great. Howls was good. Mm-hmm. I was I was also, I want to see Castle in the Sky next. Yeah, that'd probably be a really good one. Yeah. It, it, people love it. Mm-hmm. And then my question also is, do you think we'll get another? Like, oh, for sure. By by the same he guy. He said this isn't his last movie. Yeah, but the comp- Studio Ghibli company has also been like, please stop making these movies. <laughs> Give us a break. <laughs> We're trying to kick him out. We want him to retire. No, that's fair. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think he'll stop until he's dead. Probably. So I guess that's really the ultimate the yeah. deciding factor is will will the god of death let us get another one? <laughs> Which I hope so. They're good. I like this movie. It just it is my favorite. That's fair. But I think that's kind of the thing of like what what's the thing on your Kevin Smith says? He's always like, Let's make someone's favorite next favorite movie or whatever. Whenever he does a film, he's like, Let's make someone's favorite movie. That's not something he says? I don't think so. Oh. I think you maybe something you say. That does sound like something I would say. Not but to I, give you too much credit. Yeah, thanks. But <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he says that. Okay, or maybe he does, and I've completely forgotten. I could be wrong. I just feel like you mentioned that he was like, "Let's make someone's favorite movie." I don't know. It's definitely like like I think about whenever I'll make movies and when I'll direct mm-hmm. it and like those like good old safety meetings at the morning of just like how would I do it? And I do. I will be like. Um, well, let's have some fun. Let's make a movie. Like, that's what I'll say. So it sounds a bit more similar mm-hmm. to something I would say. Not to give boost my ego too big. But um, but I don't remember him saying that. Maybe he does. No, um, see, this show, is, um, shows, did Kevin Smith say that? Was yeah. That right? <laughs> <laughs> really thought I was giving your, like, idol some real credit there. It's, it's great credit. We'll give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like. I'm not positive, but. Um. No, yeah, it's yeah. that's it. Um, if you could please rate and review the show, that helps us uh, get seen by more people. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us uh, back to the point twenty one at gmail dot com. If you'd like to reach out to us on any of the social medias, Instagram is uh, at back to the point. On TikTok, it's at back to the point pod. If you'd like to reach out to us, maybe you're like, "Hey, fuck you! The boy in the heron is the best thing since Ponyo or whatever." You can do that's that. A take <laughs> sure, that's a hell of a take. That can be your take. That can be but your you can, take. But you you can tell us that um i am at bombast at bombastic brad one on instagram you are frames per set like frames per second like the movie term <laughs> <laughs> and with that we will leave you to be continued with percy jackson a double episode premiere and aquaman, aquaman. too that baby is gonna die that baby is gonna die see you next time see you next time <laughs>